Hello and welcome to a special edition Junk Baller Podcast. Uh, my name is Michael Greenwood and I'm here with my good friend Kevin Otterbein. Kev, how you doing? Uh, you know, I am special. Thank you for saying that. It took you long enough. Uh, it's not that type of special. No, 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 no. We, it is a special podcast because we have our good friend Taylor Hernandez with us and he has a special program slash idea that he ran by us that we think is a really good idea. Hello. Hey. Yes. Hey, Taylor. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. Good to have you. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. I heard that there was a couple of white guys making a, a, a sports podcast. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, man, that's such a fresh idea. Cu- that I just got to get on, on the ground floor. Exactly. couple boomers, you know, just, yep. just uh, telling you everything wrong with the sport. Here to bring some youth to the pod. Even though you're older than me? Um, in... Uh, you know, technical terms. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Um, so thank you for being here once again. Happy to be um, here. I'll give it to you in one second mm-hmm. to uh, explain everything about what's going to happen. But first, we had a little interesting debacle about an hour ago. We couldn't find our extra mics. We normally have we have two mics that Kevin and I use, but I was given two extra mics to... <laughs> Well, right now we have five. We have five. There's too many jokes going on right now. Um, But we can't find our other two microphones. We just, Kev texted me. He's like, hey, do you know where they are? And I'm like, no, they should be there. I have no freaking clue. And so we still cannot find our extra mic. So we've had the microphone gnomes take it or something like that. And I don't know. But luckily, I went to micrognomes. There you go. Uh, it's a micro center and just got a random microphone and it works and there's no refunds for it. So it's just, it just bought a mic and here we are. Yeah. If so. it sounds a little rough, I'm using it. And so yeah. Yeah, uh, we if you hear any like that, it's because <laughs> I, I, I have to hold it. Yeah. So. He has to hold it. No mic stand. This is what you get for being a special guest here. We don't have any special requirements. You get, you get to be airtime. That's it. It's an honor. It's an honor it's to an be honor. the first o- uh, only, guest. only professional stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> only no Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Your green room First is fast is production. <laughs> your green room is a little lackluster, I gotta say. Yeah, it's not really green. You're wearing green though. I am. You're wearing. Green. I think it's the only green in this yeah. room right now. Also, you're still wearing the Yankee hat. I, I'm, I haven't, I didn't bring any Phillies or baseball stuff. Taylor, big, big red only on one of my shirt. Yeah. yeah, I thought about wearing a jersey, but, but um, why don't Taylor you, you know, introduce yourself a little bit? Oh, Aaron Judge just hit another home run for love of. Gosh, he's he's killing it right now, indeed. And uh, he doesn't have to look at a dugout to do it. No, he doesn't. That was God, that's it, it, it was dumb. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, but again, Taylor, yep. why don't you introduce yourself to everyone a little bit, and then uh, after you introduce yourself, uh, explain the idea that you have and what this podcast is going to be about. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so my name is Taylor Hernandez. I've uh, been friends with uh, Kev and Mike here since uh, we were in college. Uh, Kevin and I joined the Ultimate Frisbee team at Eastern at the same time, and Peaches joined the year after. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peaches and I actually went to the same high school. Correct. Didn't really know each other at the time, but mm-hmm. we saw each other and recognized each other when he came out to practice, and so we, uh, we've we been friends ever since then. Uh, it's been a great time. Uh, I fell in love with baseball at a very young age. It was my favorite sport growing up because it was my grandfather's favorite sport, specifically the Phillies, and I wanted to be just like him, and so... Uh, he would take me to games, and I just fell in love with the sport from a very early age. And him and my uncle are probably my two biggest uh, uh, influences when it comes to the game growing up. My uncle's kind of crazy. He's got a uh, a knack for uh, World Series knowledge. 
you give him a year and he could tell you the two teams that played in the World Series that year and who won it. Mm. Um, and so it's uh, it's always been interesting growing up with them and my family. Uh, just this uh, crazy wealth of uh, baseball knowledge. And so sounds amazing. It's great. It's not it's not a bad time at all. Uh, and so got a lot of cousins who are into the game too now because of them. And so uh, yeah, love the love the game, love the sport. A little bit different views from you guys in terms of uh, uh, the way that the game's going, but. I uh, my whole thing with sports is just that they're supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be entertaining. If they're not that, take a break from them if you need to. Um, and so, my thought was let's bring some fun to the pod. Not that it hasn't been fun and great already. I'm about to say how it. dare you come it. at us like that. But uh, but yeah. So I, uh, I brought an idea and I figured uh, we could run with it. So uh, right now, if in the world of podcasts, uh, drafts are a particularly popular thing. Um, so. We wanted to, so I thought it would be fun to do a draft here on this episode, specifically drafting an all-time lineup of baseball players from any era, current, way back in the day, what have you, um, including uh, one starting pitcher, one relief pitcher, and one DH. Um, so that's what I thought, and I figured what better place to bring it than the Junk Baller podcast. To be honest, I totally forgot about the relief pitcher. So that's gonna be ad- just that's gonna be ad libbed. Did you not look at the board when you walked in? Did you? I did not. No, I did not look at the board. It's behind me. It's at the bottom. It is <laughs> relief pitcher. I see yep. it. Yeah. So that one's gonna be off the top of my head. It's all right. So we should clarify a couple rules though mm-hmm. before we move on. Uh, first things first. Our DH is gonna be our last pick. All of our last picks. Mm-hmm. We figured that way we can uh, add in a couple of. Our of our uh, honorable mentions into that spot. And then also it just kind of uh, limits weird things with positions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, secondly, we're going to try not to drag on too long with each pick, mm-hmm. but there's not going to be a specific clock for anything. Yeah, no. no, no. Uh, and other than that, we're just going to kind of have some fun. Yeah. Um, and we will have uh, the results for these teams online so that way you can vote and see who the best team is. Um, we're also going to have one of our friends, uh, Mike Paisani, uh, kind of give a gut reaction to, because he's here, he's listening to right now live, uh, but just have him give a gut reaction to who he thinks might have the best team. Um, we also might talk about, you know, who, which team would win in a fight, you know, which team might have the best defensive team, stuff like that. We'll talk about it, all that, um, but we're really excited, and uh, why don't we get started? Yeah. So who is, who is the first pick? Uh, I have the first, up then mm-hmm. and it's not because it was my idea. It's because we uh, had Pi pick a number, and mm-hmm. I happened to get the closest, and so I got the first overall pick. I'm not sure I wanted it. It's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. It is, because um, you have all the players in Major League history. Oh, one cred- oh we forgot to talk about um, the steroid guys. Steroid guys. S- so we yeah. are we, – we didn't put them off limits for – you know, you can take them if you want, but obviously there is that – connotation and kind of not asterisks to it but it is up for grabs yep. which is whether or not they take them or not is is up to you mm-hmm. right yeah so they are on the board but we'll see how uh, yeah we'll see how it goes that that's up to the court of public opinion on whether or not that's a good pick or not mm-hmm. so with the first overall pick there's a couple positions on the board where i feel like there's a short list of truly great players that mm-hmm. play that position yes there is one of them is third base. Ah, you jerk. <laughs> and this is going to sound like a homer pick because I'm a Phillies fan. Mm-hmm. 
but I think it's pretty pretty solidified that he's the best of all time at the position. So I'm going to take Mike Schmidt at number one. Wow, Mike Schmidt going number one all time yeah. fantasy. Yep, draft. Yep. Like I said, if it, if it wasn't for how short the list is. I probably would have picked somebody else. Also, if I wasn't the first overall pick, I probably would have picked them. So yeah. I just I had to get him off the board to make sure that I got a good pick uh, at that position, and that's my my justification. Wow. So first off, I hate you because that was one of my must-haves yep. in my draft. Yep. Same. Um, <laughs> Go cry about. It. Oh, I'm gonna cry about it. It's, I can air it right now. Just oh my gosh. So that's a little frustrating. But mm-hmm. so I have a question. Would you have drafted him? You know, is there a little bit of bias with the Phillies? Or, like, do you think, you know, if you were a Baltimore Orioles fan drafting Brooks Robinson, you know, would that have done something different? I mean, like, definitely my knowledge of him is heightened because I'm a Phillies fan. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like like if you Google any list of the best third basemen of all time, I'm pretty sure every one of them he's going to be number one. Yeah. Um, like, he's an incredible player, incredible mm-hmm. hitter, arguably the best Philly of all time. Like, it's mm-hmm. uh, just – it's hard to – Hard to not pick him. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, no, it's a good. It's I like the pick. I'm just angry. Yep. Okay. Um, so it's my turn now, right? Yep. It is. Okay. Number two. So that throws off my strategy a little bit. <laughs> um, not too far off. Uh, but I agreed that you know there is definitely some players that have, you know, at certain positions that don't have as much. But. I also want to take one of the best players of all time, too. I don't want to take someone that's, you know, might be like 10, 15 or something like that and maybe the greatest of all time. Um, so I'm going to take a guy that who, if you took away all his home runs, he would still have over 3,000 hits. And that's the great Hank Aaron in outfielder Hank Aaron. So that's my first overall pick. I think that Hank Aaron's not a catcher. Pie. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pies manning the uh, draft board, and yeah. you just put uh, yeah. Aaron at catcher. That would be a very interesting <laughs> position. <laughs> I mean, did, we don't know. Did, was his scouting card? You know, did he? Did he be? Was he a catcher? I don't think so. I don't think so. He, he was primarily an outfielder, yeah. and I think, yeah, I think right field sounds right. I well, remember you, you have to say where you where you're going to put him. Oh, he's going to be right field. Right field. He's going to be right field. Yeah, he was. He came up as a right fielder, but I remember on his scouting card he was listed as. Needs more pop, not much potential. I think it was like a C grade or something like that. But Hank Aaron, one of the best to ever do it. Yep. Also, rest in peace, passed away, uh, I think, a year or two ago. And uh, just, I just, I loved Hank Aaron. Yeah. He, even though he's a brave, fantastic, all around, love him. I, I think he was a top 10 in almost every offensive category yeah. you can think of RBIs, home runs, mm-hmm. hits. He was well over 3,000. I mean, I have my number three hitter uh, right there. It's all I need. Right there. Yep. Yep. There you go. Can't argue with it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for mine, um, it will not be Derek Jeter. It's not Derek Jeter? Darn. But it is another Yankee. And I was thinking in Taylor's mindset how it had to be something that was more selective in scope because oh, of it being I know the number one is. pick. I know who it is. And I had to zero in on one particular one, and that's the relief pitcher. Oh. Yep, I knew it. So I'm going to oh. go with the greatest reliever without yep. doubt of yep. all time, Mariano Rivera. Oh, wow. I knew that was going to happen. I did not. I thought it was going to be someone else for a Yankee. Kev, I got to tell you, if it got back to me, I was going to take him just so you were both mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to pick him. No, 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 no. I'm good. Yeah. That w- that's not me. A little um, bit of gamesmanship going on. So is he good the greatest pick. reliever of all time? I think so. Yeah, no, I agree. I was just yeah. joking. No, he's <laughs> easily the greatest reliever of yeah, all time. Yeah, I was watching like the top nine. I think they had an MLB network once. 
and they show like a quick clip clip at then it was he was gonna be reveal number eight and i was gonna throw something at the tv but then they <laughs> said it was someone else so. <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness no i like you guys are going with different strategy than i am for at least for round one yeah, you yeah. know round one um but you didn't take him off my board because I didn't have a really picture on my board. <laughs> so but he's got one more pick. He's got that's right. He does have. So we have a snake draft. So mm-hmm. if anyone doesn't know what a snake draft is, the first overall pick goes first. Then it was me. Then Kev. Then Kev, since he was last, he gets to have another pick, and then it goes back to me, and then back to Taylor. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then Taylor gets another pick. So it's just it's a little bit of a snake draft. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't want to pick another Yankee, but I'll pick you someone. <laughs> I think I'll pick someone who played his entire career first with a New York team and then with a San Francisco team because he was with the Giants for 20-something years. Well, he did play one last year with the Mets. He did come back with the Mets Mm -hmm. in the 70s. He is known mainly for one play over his shoulder, that catch. Everyone's seen the pitcher. Mm -hmm. But I think he's got to be one of the best five-tool players of all time, and I got to go with him. I'm going to stick him at center field, Mr. Willie Mays. There you Mm -hmm. go. There you go. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Okay. So that was my top center fielder. So that that was gonna be it wasn't gonna be my next pick, but if he fell, I was gonna do it. Okay. See, I didn't put an order for how I did it. I just kind of, you know, have my, what I want, and then I'm gonna choose it. Um, but going off of what you guys are doing, I might pull a little bit of a curveball or something like that. Nah, just go with my gut. I should just go with my gut. I'm taking Ted Williams. I'm per- I'm doing the outfield. I'm going to have the best lineup. Let's go. Ted Williams. Any particular reason why? Uh, arguably, probably the... It could be argued that he's the best hitter of all time. One of the cool stories about Ted Williams is that sometimes his eyesight was so good that the umpires would if they, like, you know, if ball... if. Paul was a like, really close call. The umpires would use his discretion. So if he, if he just took it, they were like, okay, we're just going to call it a ball because his eyesight was that good. And also he missed a couple years because he was in the military during World War II. So I got to look up his stats. It's, it's kind of crazy that he missed all that time and he still finished with arguably one of the best, um, one of the best freaking – well, they better keep those eyes for his uh, cry- crinogenically frozen body mm-hmm. that they still have somewhere, I mm-hmm. think. <laughs> yeah, so he finished with uh, 344 batting average, 521 home runs, and a career OPS of 1.116. And he missed three years because of military service. And that was his 24, 25, and 26 age season. After he had just av- led the league in home runs, runs, and walks and what? batting average and OB on, on base and slugging and OPS and OPS plus and was the last hitter to hit 400 in a season correct he's the all-time leader in on base percentage so I got my three and four hitters right now right now I'm good my only comment is guys like that my like coming into my picks my draft um, I wanted guys who I felt would definitely could definitely play in any era and I'm not saying he couldn't, mm-hmm. but given how far, how long ago he played, mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, with who numbers knows? that good, he yeah. might have been like trout level right now, in my opinion. I mean, a career 1.16 OPS. Like, also, he just even with no power, he was a great hitter, just in, in that sense. But 
Yeah, two-time MVP, two-time Triple Crown, 19-time All-Star, six batting title, and uh, yeah. So I got my got my. Uh, so he's my left fielder. So awesome, uh-huh. Taylor. Next, so since I kind of went with one of my uh, short list players, I'm going to go with for my next one. Not necessarily a short list. Um, he's going to be an outfielder, but somebody who I like, like one of my must-haves. Meaning, I just want him on my team. He's somebody that I think of. When I think about baseball, he kind of changed the culture on baseball. Um, he made it cool for generations of kids. And so with my second pick in center field, I'm going to take Ken Griffey Jr. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I love Ken Griffey. I do too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like the, the impact that he had on the game culturally was huge. Oh, uh, yeah. Like just when I think about cool baseball players, he's number one on the Oh, yeah. uh, somebody that I would love to see play alongside Mike Schmidt. Um, and so that's what I got for my number two. Um, my number three. So, uh, while you're doing that, I just want yep. to ask you, yep. considering the injuries he had later in his career, how far do you think he could have gone or Ooh. statistically? I mean, how great could he have been? I think so. I think he would have been the best player of all time. Uh, yeah. I still think I mean, I think he's top 10 in my opinion. He, I mean, he was unbelievable. When yeah. he came up, and you know, if he just has three more full seas- full seasons, he's probably got seven hundred, and he's probably, uh, I mean, he's a great defensive player. Yeah, it's a sh- it's a real shame. Yeah. The same thing right. with like Trout too. You know, mm-hmm. he's missed some time, um, but yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, yeah, yeah. Like definitely. I think yeah, injuries really really mm-hmm. um, took something special away from us when when it comes mm-hmm. to him. And I think yeah, I think he would have been up there with. The absolute best. Um, not that he isn't already incredible. Yeah. Um, all right. So now number three. Um, this is tough. Yeah, this is because you can't really go wrong no. with anyone at yeah. all. But, you know, you want to get the people that you want. You want to be happy about your team. Exactly. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, somebody who gives me a little bit of flexibility in in the with with the the bat. Somebody who um, is again one arguably one of the best in the positions of all time. I'm gonna go with uh, Ozzie Smith. At Ooh, interesting choice. That's first off. That's, you're going defensive-minded, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, he was a good hitter, yep. but he was known for his glove. Yep. I mean, any highlight you see, he is flashing the leather. Trying to build myself a, a well-rounded team here. Uh, defense, offense, uh, switch hitter helps the lineup for sure. Now, is he your leadoff hitter? Or at least right now, you know, or you, as you're planning everything. We'll have to find out. Uh, we'll have to find out. We'll I'm trying to, to get a gauge out. for who he's picking. Right, I'm not going to give you No, anything. no, no, no. But, um, yeah. I like that pick. The Wizard. Defensively incredible, um, best backflip in the draft so far, uh, by far. Also, so you know, like like I said, like players that I would like to have, players that I would love to watch together, like Griffey and Ozzy are are both so entertaining. Cause, I mean, so so Schmidt, but like I, a big part of what my list, uh, my draft is going to be just players that I would love to see play in their yeah. prime, and so he's one of them. Yeah. 
my list might be a boomer list. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's we'll, probably gonna be too. We'll see. We'll see. Now I have I have a look because some fun players on my team. Um, okay, so it's my turn. Back to you. Okay. This is a little bit of a pressure because you know I don't want to. I want to take players that I know that I'm gonna want on my team for sure. <sighs> He's gonna fall. He's gonna fall. He's gonna fall. Yeah, you know what? I need some, you know, modern. I need some modern in my uh, my lineup right now. That's what I'm going to need. So I'm going to take Trout. Mm. I'm going to take Trout. You know, he's not super flashy, but, you know, he already has career war higher than Derek Jeter, and I'm just going to throw that in because I don't <laughs> like Derek Jeter that much. Um, but also Trout, three-time MVP already. He would already be a Hall of Famer. He's only 31, 32, and – you know he's st- he's still arguably the second I mean, with Otani maybe number one. You could take Trout number two, number three, and in my opinion, I still think he's arguably one of the best players in the game. So I got my outfield. I got my okay. outfield all set. You know. Travis right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I got to go into the infield a bit because I haven't really touched that yet. Um, Neither have I. And an area <laughs> which I think might still be makes me happy. I think there's still great players at this position I think I want to zero in on second base um, oh I know who you're taking and I want to go with someone who is not only one of the best second basemen ever played but also was a great broadcaster <sighs> after he played mm-hmm. so I'm going to go with that man from Cincinnati Joe Morgan mm-hmm. yep. he yeah was, he was on uh, who was a winner one of my short list a great fielder and a great hitter and was a back-to-back MVP and at a pretty uh, at a time when there was a lot of great players in baseball in the mid-1970s yeah. so I mean, obviously, we know him as, you know, um, John Miller and Joe Morgan together on ESPN, Sunday Night Baseball, who best broadcast, I think, in baseball history. That's not like uh, that's like a, you know, ESPN, Fox, stuff like that. But Joe Morgan, fantastic player. One hundred percent. He was it was uh, between him and Smith. And I just went with Ozzy, but can't argue with it. It's a great pick. Yeah. I mean, you go either the hitter or you go with the fielder. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, another uh, position we haven't. He sorry. was on, he was on my short list too. Like mm-hmm. I I yep. you know because second base there's only a couple like second baseman, third baseman, and you could probably could say catcher. This like you know you got four or five like really good, but then you know tears off pretty quickly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of catcher, I think that's what I'm gonna go with next, and it's not an easy pick because there's really like a top tier catchers. Mm-hmm that there's a limited number of but yankee bias here there is yankee bias but i'm going to go against the yankee bias in this case oh and i'm actually going to go quite the opposite because i know there's good many yankee fans who don't like him uh i'm gonna pick piazza oh my god hometown norristown's own mike piazza uh because i think he's the greatest hitting catcher in baseball history okay Um, and wasn't I mean, he was still solid at fielding, but his main thing was hitting. And when he could hit, he could really hit the ball. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh my. It God. was a tough choice, but I, I think that's the way I'm going to go with that. So um, did Roger Clemens try to throw that bat at him? No. No? No. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Sources say maybe. I was at the game when uh, – after that whole controversy, they were playing a regular season game, the Yankees and the Mets at Shea, and yeah. someone threw at Roger Clemens. Wow. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. No, Mike Piazza grew up in Narstown. Yep. And 
though. I think he. I'm not sure if he moved out of the area. And I think I think Tom Lasorda was his godfather. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. That's not who I had in either. I had him as my number four catcher. So that was like, even though I only have three, <laughs> there's only going to be three catchers taken. I still wanted to have options. That's uh, okay. All right. Um, oh man, I don't know who I want. I don't know who I want. I want all of them. All right, I don't need to do any of these. One of that's for DH. Have some fun, PJ. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go with who I. He was my favorite player growing up that wasn't a Philly. And he just retired last year. And there's some bias, you know. It, you know, they talk about him not being in a premium position, but he was also a Gold Glover, and he just passed seven seven home runs before he retired. Yep. So I'm going with the best first baseman of all time, Albert Pujols. Best player of his de- of the 2000s, without question. Oh yeah, um, I think you know you put he's got better numbers than Trout in Trout's career, and you know Trout's considered the best player of all time. But yeah. Pools, the only thing he didn't have was speed. But he was a Gold Glove first baseman. He hit 300, he had 40 home runs, and also stand up guy. You know has a lot of charity uh, foundations. I think with the autism community, um, and just I've always loved him as a player. Uh, it was always kind of jealous that Howard never got to his ability in terms of like overall like Howard had the power and everything but Pujols was just all around better in, a, in every way so taking Pujols love it that me now yep that's you all right next I am going to stick with outfielders in the left field I'm gonna put arguably the greatest contact hitter of all time. Oh, I think oh, I know where you're going with this. Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He was going to be my DH. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. He is more than an honorable mention in our list. Do so. you ever do you ever just look at his stats yep. over time <laughs> and just like, how the heck did he do it? Right. It's, yep. it's, it's a shame that he passed away because there would have been so much knowledge him passing on to th- all as the other hitters as a hitting coach and yeah. just all the other it's just amazing right. what he did mm-hmm. i mean in an era now where it's normal for guys to strike out so much you look at like his stats of how much many times he struck out in a season you see like 15 17 <laughs> yeah. 18 14 times he struck out in a year yeah yeah, yeah. and i know Incredible. greg maddox hated him i think he's against like the braves uh trio uh i think he had a 400 batting average against all of them it was at least 350 or higher and i'm like those are three Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Like that's not even. It's just. It's. It's just a game to him, man. Yeah. It's not even like a job, or you know. Nope. Or it's just a game. Yep. Um, great pick. Love Tony Gwynn. Probably top five all time. One of my favorite yep. players. Yep. Mm-hmm. Never even got to see him play, but just great guy. All right, and so uh, to complete my outfield here, there's there's um, a guy Griffey who, uh, you know, I already listed my reasons why I picked him, but Gwynn and this guy are both just going to be on base. Machines. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take Ichiro Ooh. in right field. Wow. Yeah. We got uh, got some of the uh, best averages that you'll see in the draft. Um, so between those two guys, putting them early high in my uh, lineup, I'm just gonna let them 
get on base and let the rest of my guys drive them in. I mean, Ichiro, if you count his hits in Japan and the U.S., he's got the most hits in baseball history. Yep. I mean, stud. Hitting and machine. And he could feel, too, and run. Oh, yeah. So you got yep. it, wasn't ju- it wasn't just the hitting. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a fun player. It, yep. It's fun player. Yeah, definitely. I'd, th- I'd say Taylor might have the most fun team right now, maybe, in terms of just personalities, I would say. Like so huge far. Part, huge part so, of the, so, so what far. I'm, what I'm here for. So far. <laughs> so far. Yeah. Um, but, oh, that's right. It's my turn now. Yep. Oh, yep, you. Um, okay. Hmm. I'm going to stick in the infield. I think. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. You want a fun Ichiro? Uh, yes, stat give me a fat. Yeah. Uh, in Ichiro Suzuki's tenth at bat, he hit a single that raised his career batting average above 300. It never went below that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness! Ten at bats. Oh my goodness! And the man was a 300 hitter. For and the rest and of if his you life. were alive when he first came over to the United States, he was a huge deal. Like, yeah. he really burst on the scene. You know, and, and any life in Japan, you know, like mm-hmm. they loved yep. him. All they were all over him at the All Star game. It was in Seattle that year. He got a standing ovation. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Another big uh, cultural guy on that oh, team, yeah. which is uh, another big thing. So. For me. Who do we think is bigger in terms of when they came over, Otani or Ichiro? Ichiro. 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 Because I think. Because it was he was the first. Yeah, big I, I, th- yeah. I think Otani would have been big, better, yeah. bigger if it wasn't for yeah. Ichiro. Yeah, because because um, what was it when I mean Ichiro's like a god over there. Yeah. Like Otani's kind of like the king right now, but Ichiro's a god. Mm-hmm. And you know when Otani uh, saw Ichiro at the Seattle Mariners game, he bowed to him like it's almost like you know. It's not worthy um okay i'm ready all right so kind of goes along with um our idea of that like you know get some premium positions you know some some that you know you could i could take someone that i really love at this position because i love who they are and just the grit that they show but i know that i would regret it if i didn't take like the guy that i know is just the better player and like the gut me for second base wants to take Utley because I just <laughs> love Utley so much. He's just the player that you want on your team. But Roger Hornsby is just mm. ridiculous. I was thinking him too. 358 batting average, 301 home runs, 1,500 RBIs, almost 1,600, and an OPS over 1,000 for a second baseman. 127 career war. I know I'm just listing stats and, you know, it's, it's, it's an older guy, but I'll take that I'll take that 358 batting average and uh, on-base percentage of 434. So, Roger Hornsby, second baseman. Also, 210 MVP. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick in the infield as well. Uh, he was a contemporary of Schmidt, uh, albeit in the American League. Uh, I feel like I have to go with him. Oh, definitely one of the best third baseman of all time also uh mr pine tar himself george brett george brett george brett uh he had a 305 career average uh i think he was one in 1980 he hit like 390 he was like one of the closest to reach 400 after ted williams did Mm -hmm. and he is a world series champion three-time al batting champion and a gold glove winner Mm -hmm. he's he's up there man He's yeah. up there. He's fun too. I think he's like he's you know he's got that that fire in him. Obviously from the pine tar accident, but 
Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're up again? I am up again. I got to go back to the outfield. And there's not enough Yankees in my lineup. <laughs> also, <laughs> we, also, we haven't talked about our, the who's considered like the best player of all time by, you know, the general fan. Well, I'm going to go with someone who is super athletic and without his injuries, he might be considered up in the top tier, even though he might be already. He was one of the most popular players of his era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey Mantle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick him in right field. Yeah. He could, he was one of the best uh, switch hitters of all time. Great fielder. Uh, shame his knees were giving out at the end of his career because he was built and mm-hmm. he could hit and field and run when he was mm-hmm. in his prime. Yeah. And a triple crown winner. Yeah. He's a good player, man. Uh, and it, it really makes me sad that I couldn't see these players play. You know, they're just, they have that legend yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. And we can't just, obviously, we can look at, you know, old tape and everything, but just seeing them play in person, you know, we get to see tr- Otani highlights every, we can just look it up like that, just like super quick. But seeing, you know, the Mickey Mantle idea that he hit a home run like 650 feet, you know, it's just like, I want to see that for okay. real. And it just it makes me just a little bit upset. So, okay. Uh, you didn't take your shortstop yet, have you? Nope. Okay. I'm the only one. Take Derek. Sure. Yeah. Take Derek. I'm not taking. He's not take even Derek. on my list. Take Derek. No, <laughs> I take Jimmy Rollins over Derek Jeter. <laughs> Come on. Gosh, most overrated guy. Um. <laughs> okay. Short stepper catcher, short stepper catcher, short stepper catcher, short stepper catcher. Uh, you know, I'm going to go catcher. I'm going to go catcher. And you didn't want to steal on this guy. He might not have been the best, best hitter, but he was, I mean, you, you don't even know him by his real name. Don't even know him by his real name. Lawrence? No. His nickname was Pudge. Oh. Pudge Rodriguez. Yvonne. I, I oh, thought Yvonne. you were going to go the Yogi route. Mm-hmm. So it finished with a th- 296. What did you, you say? said I know him by his first name. What are you talking oh. about? <laughs> yeah. uh, MVP is a catcher, 14-time All-Star, 13-time Gold Glove Award winner. He's uh, also a Hall of Famer, won the World Series, seven-time Silver Slugger, uh, and arguably, you know, you put him and Yachty next to each other, probably, and best defensive catchers of all time. But Pudge was a better hitter. You know, Johnny Bench. I don't. Uh, I can't remember if Johnny was Johnny good fielder. I don't remember him being a great fielder. But that's my. Oh, a ten-time Gold Glover. Yeah. So Pudge had a little bit more. You know, Johnny Bench had one other MVP, but um, Pudge was a little bit better average. Had a little bit more RBIs, but I, just, I, I love Pudge. I've always. I remember the when he when he tagged the guy out at home and he just grabbing the ball with a fierce face, he's like, yeah, just, I love Pudge. So that's my pick. He was, uh, he was third on my list for, for catcher. For catchers, yeah. yeah. I know I, I had Johnny bench as my number one, but I just, I would rather have Pudge. I think I would just rather, would rather have Pudge. All right. Um, so, both of you have your catchers. Both of you have your second baseman, so I don't have to worry about taking one of those mm-hmm. anytime soon. Um, I still need a first baseman, a starting pitcher, and a relief pitcher. I'm going to go first base 
Um, this pick is uh, I'm looking to get some justice for somebody. And I'm going to take a man who belongs in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to take Pete Rose. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, so that's not the steroid scandal. It's the it's the, the betting scandal. Stupid betting scandal yeah, no. that mm-hmm. should have been overturned. Mm-hmm. And he be- belongs in the Hall of Fame because, goodness sake, the man could hit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, he could. But it's just it's so so dumb, and it's such an injustice that that. They're they're not letting him in. For he, he's like not going to get in until he passes away. No. They're, they're, and they're, it's unfortunate. Yeah, they're holding it against him, and also the writers for and all the voters for the Hall of Fame are boomers, and <laughs> yeah. it, they, they are. That's the one thing. That's the one criteria that I don't like about it's. It's a real shame that you know. Obviously, no one wants to see what happened happen, but he's he should be. I agree. Yep, I like all that right. pick. Thank you. Um, Did you have something, to add, Kev? Looks like you were about to say something. No, okay. no. I, I was just gonna say he's probably gonna be a veterans committee guy. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I didn't even have him on my list. No, no, no. I, to be honest, I didn't have him on my list until this morning. Okay. As I was leaving for work, I was like, "Oh, wait, okay. hold on." And, so, and then he jumped to the, yeah. the second behind Pujols. I'm curious, how long have you had your list tr- since you first created it? A couple weeks. A couple weeks, Kev. Yep. You? I have no list. You have no list. Ooh. No. It's all off the top of there you dome. go. I was going to do that route, but then I got off work a little bit early and I just put together a chart and just, yeah, I was like, that yeah. was probably the smarter way to yeah. go. But I didn't know how to take them because I, you know, I was like, should I t- take them? I, I, I only had an idea of how I wanted to take them based on the positions. Yeah. So like I would go for like the rarer positions mm-hmm. first, yeah. like the ones with the more top tier, the less top tier players and then go from there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is it my no, is my turn? Uh, no, no, it's, it's your my turn. S- yeah. My second. Yeah. Um, <sighs> all right. I'm going to take the first starting pitcher off the board. I'm going to go ahead. Hmm. There's a couple different ways. There's going to be it's going to be an interesting pick. Yep. I'm going to go I'm going to go for entertainment factor again also with skill. I'm going to go Nolan Ryan. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Want to talk about a team that would win in a fight? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I got right my now. starting pitch. Yeah, yeah, Rob and Ventura. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Dude, yep. you you have so you have a fiery bunch Dude, for yep. sure. I was, gonna, I was about for to say. Sure. Yep. I'm, I'm going for some fire in that. I'm going for passion, and I want. Y- you might have some fights in the yeah. clubhouse. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be great. He was Ro- Rose and Ryan going up against each other. Oh my gosh. Right, but yeah. and then you got Ichiro Th- not being able to that. speak English really <laughs> well. <laughs> he, he's going to be the peacemaker uh, <laughs> on the team for sure. Um, but well, well, Gwen was kind of soft-spoken too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, we've, we've definitely got some cool heads that yeah. hopefully will prevail. But <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a weird balance for sure. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. It's going to be yeah, so fun to watch. It's definitely an entertainment factor. I'm just not sure. Like He pitched a long time, and he has all the strikeouts and the no-hitters, but his, his ERA wasn't all that great. Yeah. 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 He never won a Cy Young. No, no, but I mean, he did. He's all time strikeout leader. Yeah, yeah. Yep. longevity. Uh, 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 like you yeah. want a guy pitching for your franchise for twenty something years. How many? Play, how many years? Twenty seven years. Twenty seven years. Yeah. So yep. yeah, I mean, your ERA is not be great if you pitch for twenty seven years. Yeah, no, no. So, um, but anyway, yeah, like, um, still a great pick pitcher. You know, all the all the no hitters. Like, if I wanted to send mm-hmm. one guy out there to win one game, like it might be him. Um, and so, like. Um, but it all kind of goes back to, you know, these are just players that I would love to see play with each other that are also great players. So, All right. I like it. I like it. 
Um, hmm. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? Now that the picture, your picture's off the board that I didn't expect to be taken. <sighs> I don't think Kev's going to, I don't think either of you guys are going to take, you have your shortstop. You're not going to take him. I don't think either of my guys are going to take him. All right. I'll go shortstop right now. He's a junior. It's not Derek Jeter. Derek. <laughs> uh, oh, I know who you're going with. I'll oh, oh, did I, did I, did I upset, upset someone? Did I upset someone? Uh, I just said of. his name. He's number two on my list. I, 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 I think I know where you're going. So he's a shortstop to start. He did transfer to third base as he got older. Um, two-time MVP, Hall of Famer. Um, but uh, Cal Ripken yep. Jr., yep. I mean, he has a Little League named after him uh, and also a couple, I think, a stadium too. Uh, finished with 431 home runs. But what is he known for mostly? Never taking a day off. Never taking a day off. So I have a guy that I know I can put in in my lineup every single day. And, uh, yeah, just I'm glad I got – I mean – Looking at my list, I definitely am old school. Yep. Just classic. Just play the ball. Play the ball right away. Right away. So, um, as for me, I know I have a bias because they're my favorite <laughs> team, but I have to go with him, and it's a sin that he hasn't been taken yet. I think because he's to me the most underrated player in baseball history. Oh. He's n he held the record for longest game streak before Cal Ripken. Oh, okay. Yep. But he's n but he should be known for so much more than that. Mm other than being the disease he unfortunately mm -hmm. passed away from. Lou Gehrig has to be my first baseman. The Iron Horse. Um, he held the record until A-Rod for most Grand Slams. He has the most consecutive seasons with 120-plus RBIs. The highest on-base percentage by a first baseman, highest slugging percentage by a first baseman, most extra base hits by a first baseman ever. He mm -hmm. still holds those records. Mm -hmm. He's... His, his Iron Horse, man. He is yeah, – I agree that he's underrated because he gets overshadowed by Ruth. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, he's just he, – he should be higher. I, I have bias toward Pujols because I saw him play. But I think if I probably saw Gehrig play, I would love him because of just the raw power and just – I think he played an entire season with a broken finger or hand. He broke every finger in his hand at, at least once, I think. Gosh. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. And he still played. Don't make him like they used to. No. You don't make him like they used to. So. Um, All right. Back to you again. I guess this is time for me to round out my infield. This is difficult. I don't know what to do with shortstop. I don't want to necessarily choose Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, Kevin? Why not? Is he a little overrated? No. <laughs> But I think there are a couple of shortstops that were better than he was. Um, Cal Ricken was going to be my choice okay. before you took him. Ozzy Smith was up there as well. Um, you going to go old school or are you going to do uh, um, a Cincinnati Red that I'm thinking of? Or a, or a core cub. Oh, I think I know which Cincinnati Red you're talking about, even I though I don't think I'm going to go with him necessarily. I'm going to go with a Brewer instead. Uh Someone who played contempor contemporaneously with uh, Joe Morgan around that time, I think in the 70s and 80s, Robin Yount. Ooh. So I almost added him to my list, but I didn't think he was consistent enough. 
for me to add him to my list, but he's still a very, very good player. Yeah. I mean, he's still... Um, he's a Hall of Fame. He's, he, yeah. he was another yeah. guy who didn't strike out a lot. Yeah. He was a two-time MVP, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glover. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't as consistent like you say. Yeah. But when he was at the top of this game, he was one of the very best. All right. Yeah. And yeah, but and we're drafting in their prime lineups. So, yeah. like, regardless of, uh, you know, inconsistencies at times, like, you're not drafting him because he's inconsistent. You're drafting yeah. his, in his best year. Yeah. Uh, and so, great pick. Yeah. Okay. So, we got. Yeah, the D, the DH. Oh, the, the yeah, DH. That's, that's why I was confused. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to go pitcher. And I've talked about his name. I've talked about him on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. I was considering Kershaw for this because yeah. he has the lowest ERA out of anyone with the minimum amount of uh, – with the uh, requirement for innings pitched. Mm-hmm. But, dear God – if there's someone that can just locate the ball, which is what you're supposed to do as a pitcher, it's Greg Maddox. And Greg Maddox, I think, is not only a great pitcher, but <laughs> what? You guys pull like a pra- – what? You knew I was going to take Greg Maddox? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no I, I – Look s- at the board. Vince Velasquez. <laughs> Vinny Velo, baby. Vinny Velo. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they put Vinny Velo in. He was doing a little bit. He was doing pretty good. At, I mean, uh, in his best year, yeah. he was but, uh, terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Greg Maddox, not only, uh, you know, a four-time ERA title and a four-time Cy Young Award winner, he was also an 18-time Gold Glove Award winner. So, you know, if, if the ball's hit back at him, he knows what he's doing. Flashing love. Yeah. Career 3.16 ERA. Um, he definitely tailed off a little bit towards the end of his career, but that's uh, what happens with age a little bit. But, I mean, he knew how to paint the corners, and that's what you want as a pitcher. I love Greg Maddox, even though he's a Brave. I got two Braves on my team. What is this? Gosh. All right. Greg Maddox. Love it. Um, Vince Velasquez. Get out of here. Maybe if they just converted him to a closer, he would have been on my list as best closers of all time, but no. Nah. All right. So on my board, not including DH, which we're taking last, I still have catcher, second baseman, and relief pitcher. Um, Wait, is it all the outfield done? Well, yeah, okay. You, you, Kev I, has I one more. Mine early. Okay. Uh, Kev's got one more outfielder. Yeah, there's some good outfielders some left. Names left. There's a lot of good outfielders how left. How many there are? There's <laughs> Very likely to have a high number in that. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my catcher and get, get him off the board. Might be a little bit of a surprise pick. Um, Chris Coast. No. <laughs> um, Carlos Ruiz. I, d- I don't know. If I, I wouldn't say he was underrated. Um, he was incredible in his time. Um, so consistent throughout the course of his career. Um, and just an overall very talented player. I'm going to go with Joe Maurer. Oh, yeah. A catcher. I love mm. Joe Maurer when he was playing. Um, an incredible athlete all around. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, when it came to consistency, like the dude was Mr. Consistent behind yeah. the plate. Yeah, it's it's a shame injuries yep. took a hold of him. Yep. Do you know the fun stat about his high school career? Mm-mm. He only struck out once. Mm. One time. 
I'm going to draft him for that year. Or <laughs> <laughs> high school Joe Maurer. Yep, high Just school put, high Joe school, Maurer. put high school next to his name. <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, he, he's a legend in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, first from the motherland pick uh, there for Joe Maurer. I was born in Minnesota. But yeah. Just like I said, watching him play, some of the plays that he made, like remember when he reached around the, uh, oh yeah, the net and boom. made the catch. That was boom. incredible. But yeah, uh, great defensively, super consistent at at the plate. Uh, yeah, yeah. So somebody that I would love to have on my team. Was also on the cover of MLB The Show twice. Mm, yeah, the only player to ever do it twice. Yeah. How many times was uh, Ted Williams on the cover of? Uh, Nah, I don't know, but he served in the military for three years, so thank you for his service, Ted Williams. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll go with my relief pitcher. Um, I'm going to go with Trevor Hoffman. Ooh, okay. Second all-time in Second all-time saves. Yep. in saves. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's kind of my thought. Like, yeah, it's Obviously, Kev got number one. I don't think there is uh, any argument with that. So no. might as well take number two when it comes to saves, at least. Yeah. Curious yeah. to see where you think three would be. Yeah. Who am I? Uh, you're the only one that needs that position. Oh, yeah, no. I'm drafting him last. Yeah. I'm drafting okay. him so last. So that means you're taking third. What? You're taking your third baseman next, then. Yes. Well, yeah. Are we, are we going to draft? We're going to draft the DH after the relief pitcher. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Last Um. This one's probably my biggest surprise, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because he's still playing. I know who he's going to take. He's uh, he's struggling a little bit right now. Aaron Hicks. No. Um, God, could you imagine? <laughs> uh, Aaron is in his name, though. He hasn't won MVP, but he's been consistent every year. And not only is he a gold glover, but he's been a six-time platinum glove award winner, which means that he's been the best defensive player in the entire league. You know, he played in Colorado for a little bit, for most of his career. Now he's with St. Louis. But he he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. And I think he's going to be probably, in my opinion, top five all-time third baseman. I'm going with Nolan Arenado. He's one of my favorite players, too. He, he's, it, he makes everything look so easy. In the field. But, you know, if I need him to – he's clutch, too, as we've known in the World Baseball Classic uh, this past year. Um, and I'm hoping that the Cardinals put it back together and, you know, hopefully he gets to the playoffs, get him a World Series ring. But well, I I've, I just love Nolan Arenado. He wasn't very clutch in the playoffs last year, I got to say. No, he didn't. He wasn't. Not in the playoffs, uh, no. Uh, unlike someone who is isn't up on that list, Brooks Robinson from Baltimore, who you mentioned earlier. I did mm-hmm. mention him, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like – Brooks' 260 average career, you know, gold glove and arguably probably the best defensive third baseman. But I think Arenado, if he keeps it up, he could overtake him, in my opinion. And that's that's where I'm kind of hoping. I would like to see him win first. Oh, Nolan is a World Series? Well, like just like success in the postseason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he played for Colorado for how many years? Uh, played for Colorado. Yeah, for but to Taylor's point, when he did get the opportunity, he did not do well. Let's see. Let's look at his postseason at stats right now. Postseason. Uh, yeah, 152 average in the postseason right now. He's, but he's only had 33 at-bats. So, yeah. He's not Carlos Beltran or – I'm trying to think of other – Albert Pujols. Okay, I got Albert Pujols to hit the clutch. <laughs> you know. Not Jeter. Not Jeter. No, 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 no. 
Jeter's, yeah, whatever. Jeter was absolutely clutch in the postseason. Yeah, I know, I know. Gosh, man, I don't know. Yankees, <laughs> uh, so many championships. Derek Jeter, Byrocial Angel. I don't know. Yes, let the salt flow <laughs> through you. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Your my, turn. Yes, it is my turn, and I'm going to – these are my last two picks coming up here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, for my starting pitcher, uh, I wanted to go with someone who was – fierce as Nolan Ryan, maybe even fiercer or scarier when he faced him, but also had the stats and ERA, I would say, of a Maddox. Oh, I guessed it right. He's uh, one of my favorite pitchers. Uh, he still holds the record in the live ball era for the lowest ERA in a season, 1.12, and he just struck fear in mm. the hearts of all the batters yeah. he faced and was an excellent postseason pitcher. I'm going with Bob Gibson. Hey. If if I want a pitcher to that I know is going to stand up for his team, it's going to be Bob Gibson. He's going to throw at you every single time, no matter what. Uh, yeah, he's in my he's in my all time rotation, one hundred percent. Yeah, good pick, good um, pick. Thank you, sir. And now for my last to stick in left field, I'm going to go with someone a bit older, definitely more controversial, but definitely one of the all time best players. Um, Controversial what for more his off the field what he said as opposed to on the field back in his time. Uh, Mr. Ty Cobb. Okay. Um, he still, I think, holds the, the uh, average record. He had like a 366 batting average, something like that. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. He held the hits record until Pete Rose mm-hmm. and was tra- – and when he was elected into the Hall of Fame for the first ballot, I think he had the highest percentage of votes, more than Babe Ruth or the other guys. Mm. So, I think. I can't. I can't. I can't but I think that's yeah. the case. I like that pick. Um, so, now is my last pick relief. before the DH. Yep. This is my relief, relief pitcher. pitcher. Um, and he might be known for a certain home run that was hit off him by uh, a Dodger that was injured. Um, but he also has cr- a higher career war than Mariano Rivera for a relief pitcher. And I'm going with, uh, you know, a little mustache guy, Dennis Eckersley, as my relief mm. pitcher. Not too flashy, you know. He's got um, he's got 390 saves, 3.5 ERA, 62.1 war. Um, but he's in the Hall of Fame. He won an MVP. Yeah. Did Mariano Rivera ever win MVP? No. Okay. Gotcha. Just wondering. Did Mariano Rivera ever win a Cy Young? He's a reliever. Also, Dennis Eckersley won a Cy Young. Was that as a reliever or as a starting pitcher? Because yeah, I think he was a starting pitcher at the beginning uh, of his career. Yeah, he was 7-1 and one and had 51 saves when he won Cy Young. And also in the, in the 70s 1.1. and 80s. I mean, like more to Eckersley's credit, he pitched more innings as a closer than Mariano Rivera did. Mm-hmm. Because... Because the role of the closer was different for Eckersley than it was for Rivera. Because Eckersley would go two, three innings yeah. as a closer. No, I'm, I'm just getting you riled up. I, I know, know Mariano Rivera is better. I'm just. It's funny I know. I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, like, well, does Mariano Rivera, Mariano Rivera, have this? No, I'm just giving you feedback. Yeah. yeah. These were, these were, drafted in the order in which I had them listed on my list. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, makes sense. Yeah. All right. To me. Um, so my final position player is going to be second base. I'm going to go back to Minnesota 
I'm gonna go Rod Carew. Ooh, that's a good. That's one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like that pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he uh, that he made it that far. Um, yeah, overall great player. Um, above 300, I think 325. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, one of the best like, hitters of all yep. time. Yeah. Um, 3,000 hits too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, look at us just ran like stats, just like that. It's great. I love this. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yep. Uh, and so, let me see. See if I can pull up his exact stat line. Career-wise. Uh, yeah, 328, uh, 3,053 hits, 92 home runs, 1,015 RBIs. Solid hitter. Solid. Last position player. Happy to get him there. Mm-hmm. So that rounds up my lineup. I love it. It's a lot of fun. I would love to watch that team play together. Like you said, there's a lot of fire on that team. <laughs> It'd be very entertaining. Who knows how many wins they'd have, but man, they'd have they'd be good to watch. Well, you still got DH to yep, add I still to your got lineup. DH to add to my lineup. And there's a couple different ways that I can go here. You see, boys, when you've we been talking <laughs> about fixing baseball. <laughs> And I have one specific way that you guys have mentioned on this podcast that I believe could help fix the game of baseball today. <laughs> and that is the idea of what I call the mule. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one player on every team gets one guy who's allowed to take steroids. <laughs> <laughs> And so because of that, and for the sake of just fun, I'm going to take Barry Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Because yeah. why not? It's going to yeah. be an incredible time. Just add another uh, personality to that lineup and see how big of a fire they can start. Um, but then also, yeah, I mean, obviously an incredible home run hitter. <laughs> Feared like none other uh, that came before him at the time. And, you know, I think his career stats – as asterisky as you want to take them are it's kind of speak for themselves um and like i said if this if if it was an actual draft if we were taken super seriously i would probably take somebody else but the fact that i I have to stick to my guns when it comes to the mule and i do genuinely believe it would be something that would add a lot of fun to the game of baseball as problematic as it would be and as much as i would realistically never want to see it (laughs) i'm going to take barry bonds it's just funny looking at his stats because there's so many bold categories in baseball reference, so it means he led the league that time. He's also – he le- le- leads the career-wise in three categories, home runs, walks, and intentional walks. He had 120 intentional walks in 2004. <laughs> 120. They'd walk him with the bases loaded. Like, Joey Gallo yeah. doesn't even get on base 120 for three seasons. <laughs> Gosh. Um yeah, so th- I I love the idea of a mule. Obviously, I can't wait to have that podcast because yeah. it's such a great <laughs> idea. Um, but for my DH, we haven't taken arguably the guy that, you know, probably changed baseball back in the day, you know, b- before Jackie Robinson changed baseball for the better with Color Barrier. But talking about, you know, if someone were to name a baseball player who's a general fan – they probably named this player as probably the best player of all time. And it's just as a designated hitter, you know, he doesn't need to, you know, play the field, doesn't need to do anything. I just need him to be like, you know, Kyle Schwarber and just hit bombs. And I've got thoughts on him. Babe Ruth. Why not? 
I mean, I could have taken Stan Musial. I thought about taking Ricky Henderson, uh, who is considered the greatest of all time by him. Uh, and uh, but I was like, Babe Ruth, you know, Baby Ruth. I don't know what else to say. It's just I love my lineup. I'll I take it. I think you would have been not that great in many eras of baseball. Okay, that's the thing. <laughs> but like, we don't know that. We don't. We, we don't. Uh, we don't. Like, we're taking the greatest of all time in this lineup in the, in this draft. Mm-hmm. What we think would be the best, and I think that you know you'd be the best. Hmm. <laughs> well, you took two players <laughs> off my board now. Cal Ripken and Babe Ruth. Those are two. Yep, because I was going to go with him at DH as well because he doesn't have to field or do anything. Yeah, exactly. He just needs to hit and hit yeah. home runs. And you know what? I can have him come in and pitch, too, because i got a two-way player. Boom. Yep. You get lit up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if we're going to go that route, yeah, I'm going to go – I'm kind of go, go, going to go the route of the mule. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, and, but the thing is, is that I already have enough Yankees in my lineup – I have one, two, three of them. Yeah, three. Uh, let's just go with four then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Even though he was not a full-time Yankee and not all Yankee fans love him, but he did hit a lot of home runs, almost hit 700. Uh, go with A-Rod. Oh, okay. Oh, A-Rod. One of the worst commentators and always talks with his hands. Never can stop moving his hands. But he can hit home runs. And that's why I need in my lineup. Mm-hmm. Right. So who who was your mule again? Who was your DH? Bonds. Like Bonds. Right behind. So it. our all, all our our DHs are top three or top four in yep. in home runs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Pauls is ahead of A Rod. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I have th- I have a uh, three oh, yeah. seven. I have three seven hundred home run hitters. Seven hundred plus. <laughs> right. Yeah. Indeed. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I realized that I'm not going for speed with my pitching. I got Greg Maddox, Dennis Eckersley, and if I wanted to have Babe Ruth go, I'm not going for speed at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing 85, you know. He did a, steal home a couple times. Who? Babe Ruth. Oh, okay. No, I'm talking about <laughs> pitching. No, pitching, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, pitching was one of the best pitchers of his era, too, Babe yeah. Ruth. And now let's go through our lineups for our teams. And, Taylor, why don't you go first with your lineup? Yeah, so uh, – Looking at my team, uh, something that I uh, realized very early on is there's a lot of left-handed hitting. Uh, and so the way I kind of uh, filled it out and organized it was so that there was the most um, space between lefties, which was two at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so leading off, I've got Ichiro Suzuki. That's a good leadoff hitter. Yeah. Yep. Second, we got Tony Gwynn. Third, Mike Schmidt. Fourth, Barry Bonds. Fifth, Ken Griffey Jr. Sixth, Pete Rose. Seventh, Rod Carew. Eighth, Joe Maurer. Ninth, Ozzy Smith. I like that lineup. I'd go pay to see that lineup. <laughs> I would. I'd pay a lot of money. A lot of, I, lot of singles and doubles. I, I would <laughs> pay to see any of these no, lineups. A lot of singles, really. doubles, and walks. Yep. <laughs> We're going to be on base a lot. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Um, and I think... At the same time, we're also uh, going to struggle against Randy Johnson. Or we're we're going to struggle against yeah, some certain kind of pitching, but we've got a lot of personality. We've got a lot of heart, and we're going to annoy the crap out of you on the bases. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll go with my lineup now. I got Mike Trout leading off. 
Hank Aaron batting second. Babe Ruth batting third. Yeah, I realized I'm the opposite of you. I only have two left-handed hitters. Yep. So it's the complete opposite. <laughs> um, so after Ruth batting third, Albert Pujols batting fourth. So my two, three, four hitters have uh, 2,100 home plus home runs. <laughs> um, uh, Ted Williams batting fifth. Arenado batting sixth. Ripken batting seventh. Pudge batting eighth. And then a 350 hitter, Roger Hornsby batting ninth. And don't forget, fifth, I think Williams hit like 500 home runs. Yeah, no, too, I got so a lot of home runs in my lineup. <laughs> yeah. we're hit, we're, if you want to come see a show over the fence like and stand and cheer, I j- like, I, like I said earlier, just put me in course field and you'll have a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of home runs and no personality. That's not true. That's not true. Not all. It's okay. I don't have a ton a- of every, everyone. No, my team is pretty, pretty close to what I just want. Like guys, they're just going to do their job and play baseball the right way. Like that's that's what my guys are. All, all of our teams are very indicative of <laughs> our, our personalities. <laughs> I want to watch the game to have fun and <laughs> and uh, enjoy the uh, the personalities of the guys out there on the field. And uh, Peaches, you're pretty dull. But that's a personality. You're gonna have. It's indicative of his personality. Okay, I should say I have a dull personality when it comes to baseball. Just play the game the right way. But okay, fine, whatever. Kev, your turn. (laughs) Your turn. I guess that's why you didn't choose a mule as your D. No, I did not. I chose arguably the people consider the best player of all time. So would be a beer leaguer nowadays. That's fine. I don't care. As long as he, he doesn't have to field the ball at all. All he has to do is swing the bat and round the bases. That's all I need him to do. <laughs> um, I didn't really choose my lineup based on left hit, lefty or righty hitting. I think it's pretty decently split up. Um, I just did more in terms of power and contact. So I had Ty Cobb leading off, um, Joe Morgan after that, and then my middle of the lineup guys, Garrig at third, Mantle fourth, Mays fifth, A-Rod sixth. Um, and then rounding out the bottom with the Piazza. And then Yown at eight and then Brett at nine and just go back up the order once again. Who's your leadoff hitter again? Cobb. Okay. Um, Willie Mays batting fifth is yeah. – that's pretty – that's pretty aw- – like that's deep. Yeah. That's pr- – gosh. It's, it, I, I have a very deep middle of the lineup. Yeah. Not that the other guys can't hit. Like the top of my lineup, they're great hitters. Yeah. But it's the middle guys that really carry my offense. Yeah. Yeah, no. I agree. Like, like after – I got Trout, Aaron, Ruth, Pujols, Ted Williams. Then I got Aaron Outer, Ripken, Pudge, Hornsby. Like, after Ted Williams, I'm like, all right, they're great players, but, you know, kind of top-heavy a little bit. I might mix it up every once in a while. But, um, yeah, I like I, was, I like these teams. I do too. They're a lot of fun. Yep. They're a lot of fun. Um, they make sense for all of us. Yeah. So I don't know if we want to, like – put a vote for what we want to do like for what we think is the best team or should we leave it to you know do we want to have pie chime in a little bit right here I, if pie has any thoughts i yeah. would say so. yeah i, I, th- yeah. I think here. like i said all of our teams are very uh true yeah. to us and who I'll we are as people yeah. and so i think w- that's all we really need to say yeah. from the three of us yeah because uh the micro gnomes whoever they are they stole our fourth and third microphone uh, I'm going to hand off my microphone and the headphones to Pi to give a little bit of, you know, his unbiased opinion. His superlatives. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I think if I had to pick one team to win, 
I would probably lean towards Kev's because I think it's the most balanced, and that lineup is extremely deep. Um, like you kind of said, as you're going to throw Peach, like a little top heavy. Like you're, what was it, six through nine? Like great hitters, but I, as a pitcher and a former pitcher, like compare the rest of your lineup, I'm much more comfortable facing them. Um, so I think Kev's got the deepest team. Team I think would win. I think Bob Gibson, if I was in this draft, was one of the pitchers I would have targeted. Like just. He's a guy I would love to have him on my team, but would hate to face. Like, I would want nothing. Mm-hmm. I would be so uncomfortable in the box going up against Bob Gibson. Um, Taylor's team, definitely the most fun, energetic personality, swagger award for team with most swag, most, like, probably Twitter posts and Instagram and, like, just a, just a fun team to go see. That would be great. Um, team doesn't even know what Instagram is. <laughs> Actually, most of your team probably knows yeah, what Instagram team, is. Yeah, but they probably don't even post on Instagram. No. Nah. But if we're talking, like, playing today's game, Pete, your, your lineup probably has the best chance to win playing today's game. So, like, most, like how many pitchers throw 95 miles per hour, the home run game, like, your team probably has the best because just looking at – it has the most number of guys that just played since, like, the 90s to present day. So they're much more used to facing higher velocities, like – I don't know. Babe Ruth trying to hit a Shohei Otani like fastball. Like that was why. Like I, I might have taken Otani in this draft just because of that versatility of like he can throw a hundred and hit a ton of home runs. Like your team, I think, would very much struggle in today's game facing pitch. Or sorry, sorry, your team would be really good today facing today's pitching. Whereas I think Kev's team would probably struggle the most, most older guys. But that's why like drafts are so much fun because it's like well in this scenario I like this team this scenario don't and it's like it, it's just never ending so which team wins in a fight oh in a fight without a doubt Taylor's team uh, heck yeah <laughs> I mean he drafted it perfectly with the mule uh Pete Rose uh Nolan I mean, Ryan Ozzy Smith will be doing like acrobatics all around the field and just like kicking people with yep. his like backflips yep. so Tony Gwynn and Joe Mauer are just going to be off to the sidelines just watching it and Ichiro yeah uh, no, nah, but, like, at the same time, like, Ichiro would, would get in there. Like, he'd let Godzilla out a little bit if he saw the rest of his team. You know, he there's there's a little bit of, like, an inner beast in him. If he's disrespected, like, Ichiro would stand up for his guys. Like, he would. So, but at the same time, if he could choose peace, he's going to choose peace. So, yeah, so those are my thoughts. All right. Thank you, Pi, for that. Um, I think we're at a good time to – close it off yeah with this i agree um for everyone listening we're gonna post the teams online and we're gonna do a poll i'll make sure to get it out on facebook instagram and kev we do have a twitter handle but i think i'm the only one following i'm not sure i haven't posted in a month (laughs) i think so i I should probably get on that if i really want to be active on that platform but we'll post it um and uh, we want to let you know, let let us know what you think. You know, comments. You know, who who who's your favorite team? Who you think is going to win? I'll make sure I'll put a couple polls out. Actually, you know, which one you think is going to win? Which one's your favorite? Um, but yeah, this was a lot of fun, Taylor. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, um, guys. Hopefully, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, hopefully, next time we'll have found the other microphones, so that way we didn't have to switch off. Yeah. And we won't have this scare, and hopefully we find them. If you n- please, let us know if you stole them by accident or anything. Obviously, that wouldn't have happened, but you know, just let us know. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with this. Any else? Anyone else got something to say? It's a good time.
Thanks for having me, boys. I want to say we have two followers on Twitter. Two followers. Am I one? Mm. Yeah, you're one of I'm them. I'm one. And the other is Yoshitaka Hirano. Oh. YouTube, in the world, Instagram, Arrow, and a lot of Japanese characters I can read. Wow. Okay. Is he popular? Or I, I don't know if that's a he male. Has he has okay. fourteen thousand followers. Wow. Okay. That's, that's so we we uh, you know shout out to Mr. Hirano. Hirano. And don't forget about our Brussels and Singapore audience. Maybe oh, he's that's right. Yeah. yeah, we do have some audience in in Singapore and Brussels, and uh, I know out west coast we have a couple. And uh, we need to build our global. Yeah, base. maybe okay. we should we should put like a competition or something like that. Then like the next person that wants to be a guest star on our a guest on our podcast, we like they have to share the podcast with people or something like that. We'll figure it out, you know. Yeah, but I had a lot of fun. Thank you again, Taylor, for being here. And uh, thank you, Pi, for being, uh, you know, the unbiased opinion and giving your thoughts. So, um, and Kev, thanks thanks for doing everything you do. Of course. And thank you guys for being here. I had a great time. See you later. Bye.